radio on, turn your radio on, and listen to the music in the air. Yes, let's see. I think I'll turn over to the loudspeaker. River Radio. Hello? This is only a test. This radio station will remain on the air, day and night. Across the Thames Valley. Turn on the radio and let's have some music. Radio. Spread the word. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Music Scene with me, Tara Dean. Now, you are listening to River Radio. Thanks so much to Mike and Time for Tea. Hopefully, you are feeling nice and relaxed after a chilled out zone at the end of his show. Now, if you are new to listening to Inside the Music Scene, Inside the Music Scene, literally, it's a little look inside the music scene. I've probably said that too many times now, but at least you're going to remember the name of the show. (laughs) So on the line today, I have two absolute music legends and I can't wait to introduce you to them. I have Bev and Errol on the line who have been doing so much for charity recently and they are going to be joining me for the whole hour. I'm so excited. They genuinely are two of the coolest people I've ever met. But first up, we're going to start off with a little bit of music. So last week, I think it was last Thursday, yeah, just nearly a week ago, I went to the new Oxford Theatre and I saw the Shires live. And they had two warmer packs, one of which I absolutely fell in love with. She is called Kezia Gill and I just absolutely loved just loved her music. I'm a massive fan of Lucy Spraggan and I find that she was kind of a country version of Lucy Spraggan. Her lyrics were fantastic. Her energy was amazing. Her dress, her top, sorry, was sparkly, looked like a disco ball coming onto stage. And I got to meet her as well. Signed an album for me. Absolutely lovely lady. So fingers crossed, we might even try and persuade her to get on inside the music scene at some point. So this is her original song, Whiskey Drinking Woman, on River Radio. Let me know what you think. You can get in touch throughout the show, throughout the show for at River. If I can get my teeth back in, I'm so excited to play some of Kezia's music. Um, You can get in touch throughout the show via our social media at River Radio Live. You can also send in an email at studio at river.radio right I'm too excited let's play some music this is Whiskey Drinking Woman by Kezia Gill on River Radio When you're feeling tired and the walls are caving in It's not like I really have the time to kick back with an ice cold beer But tonight is mine and I'ma take my time on a little seven five Thank you. 
the music scene with me Tara Dean and you just heard Whiskey Drinking Woman by Kezia Gill and honestly she's absolutely fantastic if you've not heard her music before do you know what you're missing out I found her music last Friday and I'm a little bit obsessed so make sure that you check her out on all social media and all streaming platform sites I'm also going to be adding adding her music and all the music I play on this show to my featured artist playlist over on Spotify which I always forget to share but it is in my link tree in my Instagram at Tara Dean Music and we will also share it over at River Radio Live over on social media but you know what I have left some lovely legends in the waiting room of Zoom and you know what I think it's about time to bring them on so we've got Errol and we've got Bev you there can you hear me yeah we're here yeah we're here yes. we can hear you you that great music you've been Amazing. playing yeah. girl yeah Loved absolutely it. fantastic so come on before well, she, she's amazing. She's from Derby. Wow. Who knew? Oh, I thought she was so from Tennessee or something, but she's from yeah. Derby, and it's amazing. Um, and the way she creates like, such American music, and she's just from Derby. I love it. It's great. Brilliant. Um, so, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to introduce you properly. Now we know you're coming through the system. So we've uh-huh. got Errol Kennedy, who you might know as the drummer of the 80s band Imagination. And we have got Bev Sage, who you will also know as the founder of the Techno Twins. So we've got legends, legends in our presence this evening, listeners. And if you have a question for Bev or Errol at any point throughout the show, you can get in touch via social media at River Radio Live, or you can pop me an email at studio at river.radio. And if you're listening on a podcast, thank you for listening again. But unfortunately, you've missed a chance. (laughs) So you have been two very busy people recently, haven't you? We have. Absolutely. It's been relentless, actually. Mr Kennedy started, I have to say, on the 8th of May. Well, in fact, he started at the beginning of the year training, but you tell Mm -hmm. me what you got up to, because it was incredible. So, uh, yeah, so in February, when we came up, well, when the idea bloomed, it was (laughs) like, 
Oh, it'd be great to walk all the way from Hackney to Windsor Castle. So Hackney was where <laughs> Dremels had started. Yeah. And Windsor Castle, we thought, well, it'd be good to nod to the Queen Jubilee year. Yeah. And say hi. And it was 26 miles or so, we thought. Well, it was 30, actually, by the time we got there. So and said, you did not, you've just done 30 miles. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and the Queen really? didn't even come and say hi, did she? No. Didn't even come out of our castle. <laughs> but he drummed and walked. From seven o'clock in the morning, he left Hackney mm-hmm. and arrived at the gates of Windsor Castle at eight in the evening. Yeah, yes. it was actually fantastic. It was great to actually see you there as well, and Matt. Yes, you know? me, and Matt, and Woody were there as well. Yeah. Um, it was so lovely to meet somebody in three D that you've only ever seen on Zoom before. You forget they have legs, you know. You forget how <laughs> you kind of think, "Oh, I wonder how tall they are." Um, but you know, it was so nice to meet you in person. And yeah, so do you want to just briefly explain what Drumathon is for anybody that doesn't know? Yeah, our, our, our Jonathan started in 2020 and is our brainchild. At the beginning of lockdown 2020, and we're talking about April, and you know, everybody's coming out doing the clap for mm-hmm. the NHS and doctors. And uh, we thought, wow, it'd be really great to, to do that. Actually, we didn't think we just went on a balcony and started to... Grab yeah, some bins, bins actually, and, and banging them. Oh, yeah. right. And then the next week, Errol got very musical with a lovely yeah. snare and got the neighbours dancing. Mm-hmm. Thought, hey, maybe I could, you know, because people had done drumming marathons in the past and often raised money for charity. Yeah. But we thought, what about if we did a yeah. drummathon and put the name together? And uh, Errol drummed for 24 hours nonstop. Yeah, and uh, we, we did really well because at uh, that time, everything was very new. Um, in in so far as getting getting all the information out on the internet, so we you know spoke yeah. to one of our friends. Said, look, we want to do this soon. Uh, we want to do this idea of drumathon and uh, raise money for the NHS. And um, I've, uh, at that point, I just got my new electric kit in from Joe Becky and decided, mm. wow. Wouldn't this be great? So we got a friend called um, Finn, Finn and Hall, he helped us to OBS uh, it, really. And, and we're able to wow. OBS it. We ran out on Twitch. And we got um, a GoPro, you yeah. know, one of those GoPros. Those, Fantastic. All the clubs, got yeah. it, didn't it, yeah. right at the beginning. Was, <laughs> and people were boosting our internet and leaving yeah. these little things. And, oh, wow. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. so I did the first... 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, because I said to her, I, like, I, I want to do three days of, of drumming <laughs> non-stop. She goes, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? But I'm there if you want it. <laughs> honestly, there was no planning. We didn't go into any sort of fitness uh, exercises or anything like that. And we was didn't that... know you can have breaks at that point. Yeah. So Errol actually drummed for seven hours. But in the Guinness World Records, you can take a break every hour for five minutes yeah. to go to the loo. Well, that's cheating. No. Yeah. So he drummed like a mad thing, you know. <laughs> and, it, and his son rang and said, hey, Dad, get Dad to cool down. He's going to be off. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it's playing like it's two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, oh. and and, and the, that's how the whole thing. That's how. And then, and then what happened was um, Captain Tom started walking around the garden, and we yes. thought, oh, my goodness! And he started raising meteoric amounts of money. And Errol had raised seven grand on his own, and we wow. thought, well, that's good, but we perhaps ought to think of something else. So we linked up with all the drummers we knew, and we said, how about if we reflected the NHS working hours, doctors and nurses, twelve and a half hour shift, twelve hour shifts. Yeah. And because Errol had drummed 24 hours, we thought we could ask people to do 12 hours. So that's what happened. And we literally, I mean, we were going to go for the Guinness World Records, but the trouble was we did the Guinness World Record. There's no doubt about that. We did drop a beat 
for 250 hours. There's no doubt about it. But they didn't have the judges, even though we threw money at them. They didn't have any judges or any way of telling, so they couldn't monitor it. But we did do that, and we got 20 drummers drumming non-stop. Seven days for, and yeah. night. Uh, Non-stop, day and night. Day and, night. and that was how drumming started. That's, that's in answer to your question. That's, a bit of a long answer. but yeah. No, it's amazing. That's what radio likes, long answers. It's better than <laughs> yes or no. Oh, it's fantastic. So, Drumathon's gone back a while then, but also it's kind of new. So Because lockdown feels like a, lo- a long time ago now. So it's really nice that something so inspiring, so creative has been born through lockdown, really. Yeah. I think yeah. it's great. great. And it's, really what, it's almost good to people as well. Do you know what I mean? It's because our third year. Yeah. And we always say it's like organising Live Aid in our slippers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. I really like Live Aid in your slippers. Oh, that's so good. I'm just now imagining you. What kind of slippers do you have? Do you have like um, like rabbit slippers or anything like that? Or do you have like really nice well, I slip got on taken slippers. in by the advertising from those ones that all the cool dudes wore. You know, Stormzy appeared on. Oh, you know, I see. Yeah, I got those, and then I thought my my daughter got a really good pair of sheepskin ones, yeah. and I got really slipper envy, and I've got a <laughs> pair like her now. Quiet <laughs> trap sheepskin are my ones. Uh, oh, amazing! And I've got a pair of slippers that you know when you see uh, if you go to hospital, you see the doctors wearing those. Um, sort of like a clog, clog type, you know, they're like Crocs. If you got Crocs, yeah. as slippers. I've got, I've got, I've had, I've, I love them. They're so comfortable. This is very controversial <laughs> now. <laughs> I need balls. I love it. I love it. This is so good. Do you know what? I reckon we should play some music. And then after we play a bit of music, we're going to play Reverse Reverse because I know that all the listeners tune in just hear Reverse Reverse every week. Well, I reverse one popular song and it is down to you, the listeners at home. And also my lovely guests, Errol and Bev, in the studio, well, on Zoom in the studio, to guess what I've reversed. But let's have a little bit of imagination next. Oh, my goodness. So... The last time, so you actually came on Mine and Matt's show at uh, the start of May before you did your yes, amazing right. 30 mile walk, um, which I still can't believe you've done because just thinking about it is making me pretty knackered, to be fair. <laughs> um, we played Just an Illusion, but we played the seven minute version, but I found yeah. the four minute version. Um, yeah. So we're going to play that version today. But did you want to just kind of give a little bit of a background behind Just an Illusion and kind of the process behind writing it or recording it or any anything you can tell us about this song? Okay, well, I'm going to give you some insight. When we had our first hit back in 1981, which was Body Talk, mm-hmm. and uh, well, that, that song actually changed a lot of things because of the bass line, the whole groove, and then we're on top of the pops. And obviously... People remember us for being outrageous, um, which which we still are. Because as you can see from the drumathon, you remember the outfit I was wearing. Oh, you could see you from space, Errol. Yeah. <laughs> he was channeling his inner rock star. Yeah, yeah. Inner Love rock. it. Yeah. That's what got me there. So so we um so we had this big hit, and it was all over Europe, all over the world, and um, the record company says, "Oh, um, gosh, everybody's asking for an album." And we were, oh my goodness. So we decided to, while we were touring all around, we started to wear, you know, write the album. And um, and Just an Illusion is just sort of like, when we got into the business, right, it, it just sort of opened up doors in our mind. Because you, obviously you're coming in and you have this perception of what the music industry is like. Mm-hmm. And so when we got in and uh, traveling all around the world, 
Oh, that's uh, just uh, just an illusion that came about because it's all an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what and people what do think? People do think the music industry is glamorous, but I've been backstage at so many gigs and it's the most unglamorous thing. The VIP <laughs> section of festivals are more glamorous than backstage and of gigs. The backstage area is always so like dusty and dirty it's, and yeah, run down. Crazy. The toilets don't work or, oh, you know. But it's the hard work. I mean, it's yeah. the hard work that, that being able to put on live shows and what it takes for an artist to be able to put all that on the whole package of that it really is it's glamorous in one sense it, when it, you go yeah. out and actually perform and you're on, you're on stage with all, that is next level right mm. that's but you're right about the backstage but all the backstage things and getting it all going there's a lot of people people running around mm-hmm. trying to make the show happen and, yes. and and like I said to you when we you know that's really how Just an Illusion came around because came about because we were there seeing how the music industry on the radio stations, doing TVs, doing show, all these different mm-hmm. shows, and you realise, oh, my goodness. It's just an <laughs> it's illusion. It's just an illusion. Just an illusion. Oh, ah. Amazing. So what I'm going to be doing, actually, is I'm going to be asking you for a bit of advice a little bit later on in the show to give anybody just starting out in the music industry, I think by letting them know it's just an illusion. Uh, I think it's already quite a lot of advice, but I'm going to be asking both Bev and Errol a little bit later on a bit of advice because there might be some people starting out in the music industry who are listening or in the music industry that might want a bit of advice so i'm going to be asking you a little bit so i'm going to give you a bit of time to think it's going to be towards yeah, the end of good. the show but um do you know what oh we haven't played reverse reverse yet we're going to play it after this next song we're going to play it after this next song okay so this is just an illusion by imagination featuring a very old errol kennedy on drums and here it is on river radio <laughs>
You're listening to River Radio. This is Inside the Music Scene with me, Tara Dean. And you just heard Just an Illusion by Imagination. And got to let you know that Inside the Music Scene is brought to you by Off the Tap Maidenhead. So as I said, you just heard Imagination. And we are very lucky, you lucky lot, to have Errol Kennedy from that band on the line, as well as Bev Sage as well. You're, st- you're still there? You're loving the show? Yeah. Still here. Yeah. <laughs> Good, good. Honestly, honestly, two of the most coolest people I've ever met. If you've just started listening in, uh, this is Inside the Mute Scene, and I have been joined the whole way through the show by Errol Kennedy from Imagination, the drummer of Imagination, and also Bev Sage from the Techno Twins. Now, Bev, do you know what? We've heard about Errol. We've heard all about Imagination. Well, not all about Imagination, because I think that's going to be across about 10 million shows. Um... (laughs) And Bev, I think you need the same amount to tell me all of your stories as well, because I feel like you've got so much to tell. Um, but Techno Twins, a massive yes. thing in the 80s. Was it late 70s, early 80s? Yeah, well, um, we were sort of very much parallel to Errol and his music. He was mm-hmm. in sort of the jazz funk scene. I was in the art rock school scene, really. Right, so, but okay. We playing London, Dingwalls, Camden, you know, all the same kind of gigs. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we did a big album called Ritz, actually, in 79, the band I was in. Mm-hmm. And then electronic music and dance music started coming through. And we were always on the front line um, because my other half in the technos was at the Royal College of Art. And we were always front line thinking and pushing things ahead. And we knew that the the whole sort of electronic music sound was coming up. And we had a great writer we used to write with called Dave Hewson. And we just started experimenting with all that stuff. So the Techno Twins was very much about playing with technology. We wrote a really great track called um, Techno Refugee, actually. And the lyrics, I'm still so proud of, you know, they're like, in the morning, wake up to your auto cue, flick a switch, your body knows what to do in the shower, temperature is set for you, doing, doing. And it was all about (laughs) technology and Japanese. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we were all really intrigued by what was going to happen. And techno wasn't a word at the time. We came up with a word. So I think... No way! Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's a claim to fame. Yeah. Yeah, there weren't even shops called Techno. And we know it was a British journalist that went to the States that started up the Techno music thing. So although, mm-hmm. you know, we scrabble around trying to, you know, go, hey, come on, come on. You know, yeah. We're never going to win over Detroit, let's be honest about that. <laughs> but in my heart of hearts, I know we did come up with the phrase and we had an That's album called Techno Nostalgia. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool to come up with a word. Yeah, like that's really that's cool. a huge thing actually, isn't it? Yeah. It's next <laughs> level. And we were techno twins, and we recorded some stuff overnight in a studio. Falling in love again, which I think you might have a listen to later, was yes. done overnight. Wow, uh, for four hundred quid in a studio, which was quite cheap for the time because studios cost a fortune. It's cheap for now as well, actually, yeah. isn't it? And we just did that overnight. And then what was extraordinary was Modern Romance were another band who were doing kind of salsa music at the time, and mm-hmm. Jeff Dean and um, and uh, and James D. James, oh, David James, you know, David lovely James, David. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They asked me to come along and do Queen of the Rapping Scene with them. So that was how that happened, and that was how I met. And we all met up and did things. But yeah, there's lots of stories to come out of this, actually. There's so Why many name drops subtly going on here as well. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. clocking them. I'm <laughs> clocking them. Um, so, Bev, who is, who is like the most amazing person you've ever met? Obviously, other than Errol and myself and Matt. And yourself. <laughs> yeah. 
And my children. And, and Woody, of course. Uh, yeah, and children. So other than the people that you have to say, um, who has been the most extraordinary person that you've met in the music scene? That's a really interesting question. Or somebody I mean, that's really taken you back. for lots and lots of art. There's lots of answers to this. I mean, Grace Jones was quite extraordinary. You know, wow. when you bump into her in a room, that's quite fab. I've been close to... Well, I've spoken to Baz Luhrmann. Bruce Springsteen was in a room. You know, that was cool. But <laughs> I'll tell you someone, and, and he's like Marmite for some people, but my goodness, he's got a heart of absolute gold, is Bono, actually. Really? And the team there. They are... That all of them actually have, they just have great hearts. And, mm-hmm. and I think one day people will stand back and actually, you know, go, oh, Bono, you know, whatever, or <laughs> not. But he is absolutely really authentic and a good good human being. And when I was really low down, him and his beautiful wife, Ali, um, picked me up and um, picked me and the kids up and loved us up and set us on our way. So they're oh. really, really very, very special people. Oh, that's so lovely. Oh, that's so lovely to hear that they're such nice people. And, you know, they say never make me your heroes. But you know what? It sounds like Bono's a pretty good lad. (laughs) Yeah, he is. He's got a lot of, um, you know, deep, deep, deep soul. And his wife and and the kids, actually, they're all very special people. And still in touch in these days as well we'll always send a postcard on birthdays and yeah birthdays. i still get christmas cards which yeah, is lovely oh wow yeah, a lovely little dog this year oh. so yeah and um i think bonner was in ukraine recently wasn't he i think he went to um ukraine we've been doing the drumathon 24 7 so we've lost touch with a lot of things that are going on in the real world <laughs> yeah, i bet actually i but, bet you have but that's yeah. amazing I, mean, those, I think those are the biggest name drops that inside the music scene have had so I think you can have really? that title, yes. I, I don't think anyone's going to beat Bono, to be fair. Well, Bruce we were the first band they ever saw when they came to London. That was really? the story. Wow. We, yeah, they thought we were awful. They really oh. thought we were dreadful. <laughs> we were at the Marquee, and we were an art school rock band, and they were four <laughs> angry guys from um, Ireland being passionate about what they were they were doing. So we were I very see, different, okay. you know? <laughs> And then one day, I think it was in the 90s when they were doing Numb, um, Edge, Edge was very generous and he said, it's taken us a while, but I understand what you were doing now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. Well, do you know what? The Techno Twins were a, mass, a, a massive thing. And do you know, do you still, um, do you still kind of perform any of the Techno Twins songs yourself, Bev? Do you ever do anything live on like yeah. just you? I'm, I'm, I'm oh, big well, on... Yeah, I mean, um, one of the things that we're doing uh, with the Techno Twins, we're now coming, um, putting a, a Techno Greatest Hits album together. We can, can we show the cover? Yeah, let me, I'll yeah. show you. The Are we going to get an exclusive yeah. right now? Yeah, we're going to work on it. Actually, Sunny, some really great tracks. And, uh, but that, that's kind of that's it. the techno's back in the day so that's oh, amazing look at you you look like um, oh you just look amazing <laughs> that's yeah. amazing so, so it's something that we uh, sorry that know, was fantastic now, for radio uh, sorry I should have explained so um, Bev had a massive kind of I guess kind of near on afro-y curly like bright platinum blonde hair so 80s really dark lips really chiselled contouring um, and just looks amazing and I had a fountain of crazy colour coming out of the middle of my hair <laughs> yeah that was all different colours <laughs> amazing and what's the background can you can you explain the rest of the um, cover to the listeners just yeah, because the background actually is a Venetian blind that sort of looks a bit 
yellow and, and crashed. And I look like I'm wearing a piano around my neck, really. That, yes, yes, you do. You do, actually. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of this. And, and my other half there, the, the other techno twin, looks like one of Sparks, you know, cross between Charlie Chaplin <laughs> and Sparks with kind yes. of, you know, really, yeah. The, the I mean, he's an amazing performer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. brilliant. So, so the thing is as well, when um, when we were, you know, obviously uh, Bev and I met in New York uh, back in uh, 81. When I was queen of the rapping scene of Modern Romance. Yeah. And, uh, we're we're going to be listening to that show. a bit later on. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, 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 it's uh, really um, extraordinary when you hear that, um, those songs as well. They're, yeah, there's some gems on there. And that, a lot of those songs, um, a lot of people... Or sort of like artists of sort of like tap into their creativity as well because they're really advanced mm-hmm. in what they were doing, you know. But yeah, yeah, we were signed to Warner Brothers and they sent them to an unknown singer called Madonna at the time. <laughs> what? <laughs> we were doing black gospel meets dance, and if you think about Papa Don't Preach and all the stuff, mm. you know, it, there was a lot of crossover. But yeah. of course, she did some magnificent stuff. We we were told she was going to cover them, but you know, artists are, were even shrewd back in the day. <laughs> They take the influences and make it their own. Yeah. Yes. Well, these yeah. name drops are getting bigger and bigger by the minute. Gosh knows what's going to happen by the time we get to eight o'clock. So make sure oh, you stay listening. I'm sure, I'm sure you're just going to blow all of our minds with so many more name drops. But you know what? Let's, let's hear a bit of Techno Twins. So we've queued up Falling in Love Again. And can you give us a very brief um, explanation of this song and why it was written? Okay, well, actually, it was written back in the 30s, and uh, it's a song Marlena Dietrich did. Most of the tracks we did as the technos were our own, but this was a cover version. And we were playing with the camp cabaret Berlin scene. It was very burlesque, and, you know, that's where I went. Ich bin von Kopf bis Fuß auf Liebe eingestellt, denn das ist meine Welt on Song Garnish, which is that in German. You can oh, hear it in English. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> Amazing. I, I really hope you weren't expecting me to reply in German then, because I don't, I haven't, I do no. not know. I, the only thing I know in German is Naturwissenschaften, which I think is science or calculate, science or calculator. I can't remember which one it is. <laughs> but anyway, that's enough German because I cannot speak German. But here we go. This is Falling in Love Again by the Techno Twins on River Radio after this. Windsor, Windsor, Ascot, Ascot Maidenhead, Maidenhead, Bracknell, Bracknell Wokingham, Wokingham, Henley, Henley Reading. Reading. Okay. Ta-da. The voice, River Radio of the Thames Valley.
You're listening to Inside the Music Scene with me, Tara Dean, and you just heard Techno Twins falling in love again. Now, I absolutely love that track, and it was so awesome to actually be playing that on the radio with Bev Sage just on Zoom. How amazing is that? So before we keep talking to Bev and Errol, who have joined me on the show today, let's play a little bit of our reverse reverse. So I have reversed a popular song, and it's down to you, the listeners at home and also Bev and Errol who are in there in the I was going to just describe where you are I don't know where you are you look like in your memorabilia room I think is it a memorabilia room it looks it's my very studio actually it's your studio oh yeah. wow yes yeah, so yeah. in Bev's studio you have to guess what this song is are you both ready yeah I know sure. the listeners are ready because they're waiting all week to hear this so here we go what song have I reversed Right, so let me head over to our social media at River Radio Live to see if anybody has got this right. Let's have a little look. Oh, no, no one's got it right yet. But so many people have sent a message in saying that they don't know. (laughs) I've had a lot of people that have said, oh, I don't know it. But you know what? It's nice to know that people are listening and getting in touch anyway. So they have got in touch over at River Radio Live over on social media. Now I've had a text in that has said, sorry, not a text. I've had a message in saying, here we go. I'm I'm just opening it. Bear with me a second while it... um, And my mum sent a text in. There we go. It's just loading. Oh, my God. I remember seeing them in concert. This is so iconic. Oh, that was at 20 past. So that must that must have been imagination. I must have been so... That, that's my mum getting in touch. So that, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for getting in touch. Oh, we've also had one from Stephen saying, loving the show. Massive fan of both Bev and Errol. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Amazing. Let's see who else has got in touch. We've had... Kev get in touch saying loving the show love techno twins oh fantastic so we've got a lot of love a lot of love coming in from the listeners today but no one's got reverse reverse right so (laughs) you've still got time to get in touch you've got about 20 minutes left of the show to get in touch you can send me a message over at River Radio Live on social media pop me an email at studio at river dot radio so we have covered so much in this show The one reason I actually asked you on the show, Errol and Bev, was to talk about Drumathon Live. Now, Errol, if walking 30 miles wasn't enough, you went straight on to doing a non-stop Drumathon for 250 hours. Discuss. (laughs) To be quite honest with you, with a Drumathon, still haven't uh, recovered from that. We're in the actually deep... um, We're in a, a... today actually going for deep tissue massages and all, cause all, of, all the muscles all over the place it's uh you deserve it's like, it uh, <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely but from that we went straight into drumathon which was starting on the 14th and really it's been absolutely non-stop there's been so many different things mm-hmm. to not only the drummers but it's all the I would call the organisation of getting everybody, all the drummers from around the world, where they're going to play, just like how you do on a radio station, you know, putting everybody in the right place, telling all their stories, doing yeah. Instagram, blah, 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 yeah. and the studio, and so many other things, and much more. 
Um, and, and, you know, we, our mission is driving positive change through the power of drumming. And we've been raising amazing. money for children's mental health. That's the big thing. Yeah. And the incredible thing, like Errol was saying, is these drummers... Most of them are playing for 12 hours, some of them for one hour, quite a lot of the big guys and, and are on tour. So, for example, Sharissa Sai is on tour with Simple Minds. She oh. sent in some stuff. She's fantastic. And Mike Dolber, who's the kind of godfather of British drumming, he organised the Olympics in 2012, all the drumming for that. He did the Labrooks ad, you know, with all the drummers, the footballers. He's like, yeah, he's just a wonderful human being. He's got a great amazing. spirit. And along with him, we got some mega drummers like Matt Helders from the Arctic Monkeys, Tommy Igo, Simon Hansen from Squeeze, Thomas mm -hmm. Lang, yeah. um, Glenn Power from The Script. And then a guy called um, Gerard Falk, who's massive in the drum world, he runs a thing called Drumio, was in touch with us about an invention Errol's got, and he said he'd play for us. So we've had some amazing drummers, and we've got, uh, you know, just people who give such great time and talent. One of our drummers from Scotland, Mari, she put together a whole Scottish thing. She drums Scottish country dancing drums. And oh, wow. she did that with a piper and a bagpiper. And it was she amazing. was great, wasn't yeah, she? Absolutely. Turl put together a fantastic thing. Vince put yeah. together a great swing. And, yeah. you know, and, and there wasn't a beat that dropped through the whole thing. And um, That's Errol amazing. and um, Mike. Yeah. I, I, to be quite honest with you as well, I mean, after the walk, I, I was so much in pain, to be quite honest with you. I could only play for, uh, I did four songs. That's how bad, bad uh, uh, it yeah. was. But the, the but thing is, right? For something. Was, yeah. Good. But, the, but the thing <laughs> is, right? It was as Bev saying. It's, it's what the drummers were doing. No matter where they were playing from around the world, they all put so much great, so much, so much great thought and the choice of music. So it's really entertaining. I mean, you actually seen the drummer um, up front, up front for the first time. So it's like watching a concert. But having a close-up view of the drummer, so you see playing. Will Champion with Cole, from Coldplay on yeah. his own drumming yeah. these fantastic yeah. hits, you know, yeah. and there he is giving it. Yeah. Jason Cooper, Cooper from The Cure, you yeah. know, he was playing along to wow. their Mexican concert. <laughs> yeah. It was superb, uh, and you get a bird's songs. eye view yeah. like you would Great never see. Songs. And what, what also was like um, was challenging as well. You're watching a drummer playing. You had drummers that play for the hour, but then you had drummers that actually play for the 12 hours. You even had drummers mm -hmm. that play for 24 hours. We had hours. two, Toby two Howells and yeah. Ali Brown. Yeah. And Ali Brown is a real endurance drumming, you know, he drums marathons, basically, and always has wow. done. So he found us, and he's been in our Jonathan family ever yeah. since, really. Oh, amazing. He's passionate about raising funds. He's going for 150 hours this year, and we're going to support him on that. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Superhuman. Those name drops. I, I said to the listeners, those name drops are going to get bigger and bigger. Honestly, <laughs> the amount of people that you had involved, like, obviously, I caught, I caught a bit of it, but, you know, 250 hours is a lot of time. So no matter what part you what, what part you watched of the Jonathan Live, you're going to miss loads of other bits because it was going actually non stop yeah. absolutely yeah. fantastic you should have got an official guinness book of world records but you know what river radio we'll say that you did the we'll guinness book of world hey, records next year we'll do a thousand we'll be up for a thousand hours because we've done 250 hours for three, three years. years next year it'll be a thousand oh. hours of drumming and i don't think anyone's ever attempted yeah over a three-week period to do that four-week period but wow. charlie morgan from elton john's band he played live aid he yeah. was great wasn't he yeah what and a he, great and he was being. yeah and he was um from america and andy gangadine yeah so and, can uh, we watch this back is there anywhere to watch it back yeah, you will do, i mean we'll put that together i mean if you go to 
uh, dramathon.live is the website where you can see all the streaming. At the moment, when you go onto the website, mm-hmm. you can see all the list of drummers. Yes, and, you can. But you can see all the background of what's happened with Drumathon. And right now, you're seeing all the list of charities that, that we support. Mm. Um, so people can actually go on there now and donate. And, and, and that'd be really good if, if all the listeners could go on there and just donate. Put in, a pound in. Put a p- whatever. Go straight uh, to these amazing it's children. It's such a You'd great cause, right? So it's Variety for um, Child Bereavement UK, which is really mm. close to our hearts. Yeah. And for Anna Freud Centre for Children and Families. And we split it up between them. So, wow. you know, really does make a difference. Yeah, definitely. And I think the way that you're raising the money as well and being so creative and, you know, we met, um, so myself, Matt and Woody, we met the Children of Variety as well. Yes, yes. Um, they were there to um, cheer you over the line as were <laughs> quite a few drummers as well taking over the long walk um, yeah. at, you know, the beginning of May and they were fantastic kids so do you do a lot with them as well? Yeah, when we can we, we do because it's actually, uh, you know, I've seen firsthand with my own boy when his father died when he was six I saw how the power of drumming really helped him over the line with emotions, with focus. It's an incredible thing because it's left hand, right hand, left foot, right foot, and using the centre brain. And, you know, my my son, I think it really gave him that incredible discipline, focus and formatting, you know, which people don't realise. You just think it's banging something. It's not. There's incredible discipline and focus there. And I always think they're like the surfers of the sea, really, drummers. They've got this calm spirit because they're getting out all this focus through the drumming you know and they don't get enough credit I don't think they always get further back and you kind of think like I want to see the drummer I'm very short so at gigs I can't see the drummer ever Um, (laughs) I only see the front the front person because I can just see them going back and (laughs) forth I'm literally moving from one side of the stage to the next side of the stage Um, but you know it's just amazing like I saw um, to Adamant I saw um, him live and he had two drummers both female, yeah. female drummers as well, which I love to see female drummers That's because you yeah, always right. say yeah. male drummers, don't you, most of the time. Yeah. Um, and But they were on like the top of the stage. So you could yeah. just see the drummers the whole time. It was amazing. And the kit it's was so see-through. Cool. And it was yeah. like watching the inside of a clockwork because you could see all their legs going. Well, you could see. So good, it was amazing. It? So good. And I'm not a drummer. Yeah. My, my, my partner is, as you both know. But yeah. even like as not a drummer and... I've tried to play drums. I can't do it. I can't keep in time at all. Um, but it, it's so not, it's so amazing to watch somebody play drums. Yeah. So I mean, I went out, um, picking up on that, I went out and saw the Hans Zimmer tour because Aisha Jelly and Holly Madge, who drummed with us last year, they were both playing and they were both trying to send live stuff from there to mm-hmm. Jonathan Live, but sadly, copyright issues didn't oh, allow it. Of but course. to see them powering in the middle of the stage, yeah. like you're talking about, through these incredible film tracks, you know, yeah. Everything from, um, you know, um, James Bond movies to, you know, all the fantastic stuff that Hans Zimmer has done. Mm-hmm. Perception, you know, Inception, sorry. And all those kind of incredible... Gladiator. Yeah. And there were them just... Yeah. Oh, amazing, amazing. Oh, do you know what? Yeah. Uh, everyone, Bev, I, do you know, I really wish we had two hours. We can't, we've got 10 minutes left. You know. oh, um, well, I don't know where this time has gone, but I think we should play a bit more music. Bev, yeah. do you know what? I, rec- I reckon we've got, we've got to play a bit of modern romance, haven't we? 
Oh, we have. We've got yeah. to play. Th- this Don't is... kid yourself, you waste of space. You're a super slob with an ugly face. <laughs> I think I can remember the lyrics, but that's not directed at you. <laughs> She's looking me dead in the eye right now saying, you ugly slob with you. <laughs> Sweet soul sister, and there ain't no mister that will ever get the better of me. I think that was the other thing. I think it is. <laughs> so this is Queen, other rapping scene by Rodden Mo- Modern Rodden Moments. Modern <laughs> Romance <laughs> on River Radio. Listen out for Bev's section a little bit later on in the song. After this, I'm going to be asking Bev and Errol what advice they can give to somebody just starting out in the music industry. Make sure you stay listening to River Radio. Back in a bit.
just face your super slob with an ugly face. Next time you try to make a pass, just stick to women in your path. I'm the queen, I'm the queen, I'm the queen of the rapping scene. I'm the queen, I'm the queen, I'm the queen of the rapping scene. You're listening to River Radio. And this is Inside the Music Scene with me, Tara Dean. And Inside the Music Scene is brought to you by Off the Tap Maidenhead. Now, you just heard Queen of the Rapping Scene by Modern Romance. And did you hear Bev? Did you hear Bev right at the end there? She had a lovely French (laughs) accent on. But it's fantastic. Who knew? Queen of the Rapping Scene. I've been singing along to that for years. I, do you know what? And, and do you know what? We all thought she was French, but she was lying. <laughs> do you know German what? German one week, French the next. I mean. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you think you know someone. <laughs> so let's play reverse, reverse and reveal the answer. Let me see if anybody's got in touch over on social media. See if anybody has got it right. We've just got a message in. Let's see who it's from. I'm going to have to, I have to go back on Instagram. Oh, let's go back. Right, let's have a little look. So, let's play Reverse Reverse for the last time and reveal the answer. Reverse, reverse. Right, so, Bev, Errol, any thoughts? The sound of silence is mine. <laughs> no, no. You know, I'm going to give it back to somebody out there. Yeah. Really. Okay. I think you know, you're yeah. Right. I'm going to give it. To, I'm going to give it to somebody out there. Do you know what? I think I've stumped everybody. I have not had one message in. So I've had messages in, but I haven't had one correct no, message in. Yeah. Oh, I've stumped. Do, do I roll it over? No, no I'm not going to roll it over. Okay. Right. I'm going to reveal it because I know that people will want to know because they're going to kick themselves. Right. If I say, oh, no, I can't. How do I give this away? <laughs> it's, it's kind of got two two names, I guess. It's got a name in bra- brackets. Oh, um, do you know what? I'm just going to tell you. I can't even give clues. Okay, it is Jackie Wilson. Can you guess the song? You, 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 you're my gosh, only gosh, 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 gosh. No, no, no. I, go, 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 your, go. Your love keeps lifting me higher. That's your it. Love keeps lifting me higher. That's it. Me, <laughs> me higher. Oh my goodness. Yes, that's it. I love the little <laughs> rendition we had then. I was looking at you. I was like, I know they're going to sing this song. <laughs> but that is oh. the reverse track. So it was Jackie Wilson with Your Love Keeps Lifting Me Higher. So I did stump everybody today. I feel like I've got my first point. I think everybody yeah. always guesses it. So I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back, I think. But do you yeah. know what? Bev, Errol, we've come to the end of the show. Oh my we've God. had so many messages in saying everybody's loving the show, but we've got three minutes left. Um, just if you could give somebody a bit of advice. So you've got a minute and a half each to split between yourselves. Um, what would you give somebody? What advice would you give somebody if they're starting out in the music industry or they might have lost their way slightly? Don't do it. Become an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> or a librarian. No, no, no. If you're creative, you can't stop. And I guess my advice would be 
go with your instinct go with the flow get some great passion in what you do and just just stick with it and um you meet the same people on the way up as you meet on the way down you know that's what i would say and um you know it, it although be passionate about what you do and but remember a little bit of kindness along the way goes a long, long way. And um, you do meet the same people on the way up as we do on the way down. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely say it is, um, it's all about, it is about um, what you bring into the, to the industry as mm-hmm. an artist. And it's also about the song. And I would say to you, get a, get a really good manager, get somebody that's going to kind of like, get things out of the way so you can actually go with the with a really good company that can actually get your music out but i think it's about there's a character of the artist as well and if you're an artist in a creator that needs that character needs to come out needs to come out in the song um and 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 it's about identify you who you are when you're singing those songs and messages that you're singing right mm-hmm. you know what i mean that, yeah it's creating that individual it's, sound yeah, isn't it it's, it really is yeah. and i think one of the biggest things from the 80s it's not about being a perfectionist it was about have, being the one that maybe made the odd mistake and did something that was quirky and characterful and having a voice you know like in a way the ian drury's lena lovich the, the big characters of the 80s mm-hmm. were always a little bit quirky yeah, out there they yeah. weren't necessarily the greatest singers but my goodness they could take yeah. take you somewhere and i'm going to jump back in one other thing yeah oh you got 30 seconds errol make, make sure you've got make sure you've got um good in management a good team around you because if mm-hmm. you've got great songs you've got all those things that we've just and i just said you need a good team around you and if you could if you've got that then I think you're on the road to success. And a great sense of humour. Yeah. Good people. <laughs> Definitely good people. And that's what you need to do. I th- I, do you know what? I reckon, yeah, surround yourself with good people, you know, yeah. and I think good vibes and everything like that. That's amazing yeah. advice from both of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and, you know, we've come to the end of the show, but stay on the line. I want to chat to you after we've come off of air very quickly. But thank you so much to everybody who has joined me and listened to the show today. A massive, massive thank you to Errol Kennedy and Bev Sage for joining me on the show and you know what we're gonna have to do part two three four five six of this i think <laughs> definitely <laughs> they, they, they definitely got some more names to drop and i reckon they're just gonna get bigger and bigger <laughs> loads more <laughs> but make sure that you stay listening to river radio next up we have got the hit box and make sure also that you check out our social media at river radio live and also head over to our website at river.radio we have got a full schedule of shows a lot you've got something for everyone we've got book shows we've got gaming shows we've got local music shows and we have got so much more so make sure you head over there to check out what we have got anyway i'm gonna let you get on with your evenings and listen to the hitbox but thank you so much i'll be back next tuesday with another inside the music scene but until then stay safe and i'll see you soon